0: including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our 15-minute Power Chat starts now.
1: Welcome to the 19th episode of 5 Questions with Dan Chabel. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just 5 questions. My guest today is Belgian fashion designer and founder of DVF, Diane von Furzenberg. Born in Brussels in 1946, she initially rose to prominence after marrying German Catholic Prince Egon von Furzenberg. Following their separation in 1973 and subsequent divorce in 1983, she continued to use his family name. After moving to New York, she met Vogue editor Diane Vreeland, who admired her clothing designs and gave her the confidence to be listed in New York Fashion Week, which launched her business. A year later, she introduced the knitted jersey wrap dress, which became popular and had a big influence on women's fashion. After the success of the wrap dress, Wurzenberg was featured on the cover of Newsweek magazine in 1976, and her annual retail sales grew to $150 Then, in 1985, she moved to Paris, where she founded Salvi, a French-language publishing house. There, she started a number of other businesses, including a line of cosmetics and a home shopping business. In 2006, she was elected as the president of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, a position she still holds to this day. Since then, she's expanded DVF to over 70 countries, 45 shops worldwide, and over 500 million in annual sales. Her clothing has been worn by many celebrities including Gwyneth Paltrow, Madonna, Jessica Alba, and Jennifer Lopez. In 2014, she was listed as the 68th most powerful woman in the world by Forbes. And in 2015, she was included in Time Magazine's Time 100 list of most influential people. She's also the author of Diane and The Woman I Want to Be. I caught up with Diane back in 2015 where we both spoke at the first annual Lead on Watermark Silicon Valley Conference for Women. What do most men not understand about being a woman in today's workplace?
2: I think what men don't understand is how much women can actually do. And how much... women are incredibly strong. I have yet to meet a woman who is not strong. All women are strong. And sometimes they hide it though. And uh, they hide it and then there's a tragedy that happens and somehow their strength always comes out. So I think that what men really must understand above anything else is how good and how strong women are. The rest is details.
1: What were some of your early career obstacles and how did you overcome them?
2: You see, I was me, I was, I started, I was always my own boss. I was my, I was an entrepreneur. So I never had to, and I was also in the fashion business. So I really had never suffered from any glass ceiling thing because I was my own boss and I was a woman and I was in the fashion business. But what I have always found difficult to, is that women are accommodator and uh, we probably always try to accommodate people which at the end is not good about being an executive what are some of the
1: greatest influences in your career and what did you learn from those people who have influenced you the most Uh,
2: the most important uh, my biggest influence in my career was the first man that i worked with (laughs) who was an industrialist in the fashion business in Italy, and he taught me everything. At the time, I did not understand that I was actually learning, but everything I learned from that man was the reason of my success and he taught me about one specific product he taught me about textile he taught me about jersey told me about printing and to this day I use this
1: what new challenges and opportunities have presented themselves to you as you've grown and expanded your business over the years
2: well you know, you have always different challenge. I mean, life is a journey, and your business life is a journey, and landscape change, and challenge. You always have challenges, and when you're small, your challenges. When you're big, your challenges. When you're bigger, you have challenges, and you just always have challenges. And the most important thing at the end is to be true to what you are, who you are as a person, who you are as a business and what is the identity of your business. And sometimes, you know, you go off a little bit and sometimes you may not be so trendy anymore and so you have a tendency to look left and to look right and you should always, you should adapt to the times but you should always be true to what you were at the beginning.
1: So tell me about your hiring process. What soft skills and hard skills are you looking for in the people that you work with? Who can impress you, really, in the, as a, a candidate and as an employee at your company? Uh,
2: the most important thing for me is to have passion, to have work ethics, and, uh, and to be a pro at what, you, at what you do.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Diane. To follow her journey, you can read her books and find her on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, where she shares her travels, moments with friends and family, empowering quotes, and, of course, fashion.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guest provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you can act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.